Yo, yo, welcome to Crypto 101. This is Matthew Aaron. And do you remember the episode with Yo Plus? He was an average crypto trader, just like everybody else that's listening. He was a listener of Crypto 101. We reached out to him and he came on the show. Well, we did that again. And this time we got two people to come on the show and just tell us about their day to day trading experiences. Now, these two people, Ben and James, are just average listeners of Crypto 101. I received an email from each of them, um, either once or twice or multiple occasions, and we've chatted about, you know, crypto things. They asked a question. They said, hey, you know what? I like your show, or can you explain this uh, topic a little better? And so we had this, you know, email rapport. And then one day I reached out to them and said, hey, would you like to come on the show and just chat to the audience? They said, cool. So here they are. Without further ado, here is Ben Humphreys and James Nixon talking about their day-to-day trading experience. I hope you enjoy, and thank you for listening. Ben, hey, how you doing, man? Very nice to meet you. Yeah, good. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yourself? Hey, thank you. Thank you for coming on. And I'm pretty good, too. Thank you for asking. Hey, Ben, if you don't mind, could you just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from? I'm a 24-year-old from a small country town in New South Wales from Australia. And I'm currently living in Melbourne, Victoria in Australia. So how did you get into crypto? I first sort of found out about the crypto world through... Like I'm, I'm a physio, so I run some exercise classes, and there's this old fella called Keith in my class, and he he uh, lectured on economics and uh, finances and all that sort of thing, and he mentioned it to me, so I was interested in uh, had a bit of a, um, a read about a lot of things and looked on YouTube and found some interesting things, and I thought after you know doing hours of research, I thought oh this would be worth a go and um yeah i sort of started a few weeks ago and bought my first first coin right on man what was your first coin you bought firstly i bought a bit of bitcoin all right i bought enough bitcoin to buy me one ethereum right. so that's sort of uh where i'm at at the moment and so you're, so you're holding one bitcoin i'm sorry you're holding a little bit of bitcoin and a little bit of ethereum right now yeah and i also bought uh some electronium in the the pre-sale okay so um, I've read a little bit about that, and I don't know heaps, but from um, from what I've seen on YouTube and I follow a few Instagram, I guess crypto pages, and uh, a few of them have been pointing towards that. So I'm not a hundred percent entirely sure of uh, exactly what the technology behind it is and the, the team, but I've only spent a bit, a little bit of money on it. So we'll see how, where that one goes. Yeah, man. Good luck with that. Good luck. So, so what about cryptocurrency got you infatuated with it? What what made you say? Was it the the financial gain? Was it the tech? Was it both? What is it about blockchain? Yes. Well, I didn't know anything about blockchain before I, I looked into it either. So that was what I obviously also discovered on the way. But it's the fact that it is, I guess, decentralized and not regulated by the government and. Uh, which makes it quite uh, intriguing, but also risky, as everyone has said. Mm-hmm. 
but it was the fact that it gave a chance to the average day person, you know, the, just the normal person to, I guess, have a go at trying to make themselves a bit more more money really and i don't know a whole lot of i've never this is it's all pretty foreign to me so i haven't done anything with shares or anything like that so i thought i'd um try my luck right on have you have you had any big wins or losses so far have you traded a bit or you did you just buy and hold so far more so just bought and and uh, held really for now i haven't um i've got a bit of money sitting there in in a coin jar which is the first I think it's more of a wallet rather than an exchange. You can only buy Bitcoin on there. So mm-hmm. I've uh, got a bit waiting and I'm sort of waiting for the, if it ever happens, the Bitcoin price to drop so I can then <laughs> buy <laughs> buy some more old coins. Now I've got a few lined up, which I've talked to you about that I'd like to um, to buy. What's, so your, what's have, your list? I've got about 15 or so on there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, man. Give it. What, what, what is on your radar? Tell, tell everybody what's on your radar. The, well, the next one I want to get is uh, Vertcoin and Virium. Okay. Also, want to look into some Litecoin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there, I've heard a bit about Stratus and Lisk, mm-hmm. which are a bit, I guess, cheaper on and smaller than the rest of them. But and I've heard a few of the the coins mentioned from your guests on the podcast that have looked, said things like like Tezos, if that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, um, I'm interested in those. I need to do a bit more research though before I make a decision on that. All right. What is one thing you like about the crypto space? Is there, What do you think of all the hype, the FUD, the Bitcoin, the Forex? As somebody that is just getting into it, how, how do you feel about all this? I'm not too invested to have an opinion on everything that's happening, but the FUD and the, the skepticism, I guess, that's not necessarily involved with the crypto, but the you know, the everyone else, so like family, friends, girlfriend, all that sort of thing. There, everyone is quite skeptical and uh, almost against what crypto is and the digital currencies and that sort of thing. Given that they think it's a such a high risk and everyone almost fearful that you're going to lose all your money through it. But um, in terms of the hard forks and What's just happened with Bitcoin? I asked a few people like yourself about what what was going to happen, and no one could, you know, no one could predict what's exactly going to happen. So I haven't got a much direction on that, rather than just a, a wait and see approach, and right. hoping that the the Bitcoin price drops so I can get in and then hopefully score some good trades. Maybe after this two X is going to drop a bit, but I cannot see it going anywhere down in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> so good luck with that. Um, so, so you said you have people around you that are pretty, pretty much fud all the time. How, how does <laughs> what are they saying, and how does that affect you? I mean, is I guess my question is, when people are fudding around you, what do you do to keep yourself interested and not discouraged? I sort of uh, steer away from the, neg- the negativity because their intentions are good. Right. They want to make sure I'm. You know, investing my money well, or I guess spending my money where I'm going to get some value out of it. But um, what I do to stay positive, I try and do as much research on the particular currency. Mm-hmm. I am doing things like listening to the podcast, getting a bit of direction from someone other than myself because I don't know a whole lot about it. And I try and 
basically educate myself and then try and educate them mm-hmm. and give them a bit of a more of an understanding because well, when people don't know a lot about something they're often very skeptical and and can criticize it whereas when someone understands something a bit better they're a bit more open-minded to the idea of it and i guess that's what we're all trying to do here is is from crypto 101 and and the team uh to even you we're all trying to get people involved in blockchain because i think that we are still the early adopters of this you know disruptive technology and it's really hard to get people to understand what this is and it's not a it's not a ponzi scheme Yeah, that's right. I've heard that before. And it's about, it's, it's hard to get a grasp on it. As I said, it's in its infancy. And I've heard it's been compared to the, the internet in 1992. And look where that's ended up, like huge and changed technology forever. So I just don't want to miss the boat. I want to get on now, invest now, and hopefully see where that uh, takes me. I have one more question. For, I have two more questions for you. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah. how, how did you get listening to Crypto 101? Uh I literally just went on the app store, typed in uh, cryptocurrencies and it came up with someone else's and Mm -hmm. then yours. And the other one had about way too many podcasts to catch up on and yours (laughs) was a a newer one. And I listened to maybe one from the other, the channel, I'm not sure who it was, but I thought, and then I listened to yours and I'm thinking, all right, Matt's got less to listen to and he sounds (laughs) like a pretty cool dude. So... Uh, I reckon I could uh, listen to him <laughs> instead right. of uh, what I found before. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I appreciate it, man. So, yeah, last last right. question. What song do you want with your portion of the interview? One song? Actually, two songs. If you could, An intro and an outro. They're both a bit, uh, pretty different from each other. I've got uh, one from Rufus called Brighter. All right. And that's more of an, uh, a DJ sort of um, mainstream sort of song. And then I've also like to listen to a band called Amity Affliction, which are pretty a bit heavier, and it's called Way Down, so it's it's not too heavy. Oh, that's cool, you know, man. It's got good good parts in it, so I think uh, those are my two picks. Right on, right on. Ben, thank you very much for spending uh, the time with us on Crypto 101, and good luck with your trading, and good luck with Bitcoin. Awesome, mate. Thanks for having me on, and uh, yeah, looking forward to a few more podcasts. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Hello. Uh, hello. I'm. Hello. Look, hi. I'm. I'm looking hello? for. Can hi. Can you hear me? Hello. Uh oh. Yeah, I accidentally prank called James's wife. Uh, phone number mix up. It was. It's long and complicated story, and not that interesting. Sorry, Mrs. Nixon. All right, brother. I think I think we're rolling. Very nice to meet you, sir. How are you doing? Wonderful. How are you doing today? I'm very good. Hey, man. You know, it's very nice to meet you. Very nice to reach out. Thank you for um, coming on the show and talking with me. If you could just uh, tell everybody who, uh, your name, who you are, where you're from, and and what's up. 
Yeah, uh, name's James Nixon. I'm uh, I'm from Canada, uh, born, raised just uh, a couple hours uh, from Toronto, and I'm 41. Got three kids. Uh, yeah, just working away. I work at a nuclear power plant. All right. Uh, day off today. I'm a, I'm a shift worker, so I work nights, days. So I think we're like 12 hours apart. So so this is uh, kind of different. Yeah, we're exactly 12 hours apart. You're in Canada, Ontario. That's correct. What, what, what city? Uh, I'm kind of near Kincardine, which is a couple hours west of Toronto on Lake Huron. Okay, cool. All right. I, I grew up in Cleveland, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been down there. I went to a golf tournament there, uh, Akron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Akron. So let's just get right into it. How did you get into crypto? Right on. Yeah, um, I'd say, well, was earlier this year. I, never, I didn't even have a trading account for anything. And uh, as you've probably heard and your listeners have heard, um, basically marijuana stocks have taken off in the last year or so. And, and in Canada, it's going legal. So there's a big buzz around that. A lot of people have made some money. So I basically got a trading account and I, and I started you know, playing around with stocks. And uh, one cash for difference platform had an option to, uh, to you're not buying Bitcoin, but to basically buy a cash for difference on Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And I heard about it and read about it a little, but I wasn't, and this was probably around May, which is obviously when it, when it all went crazy. So, right. so why not? And so I went in and then I started to learn about Ethereum and uh, some of the different things. And I watched a couple documentaries and basically got more and more into it until I ended up uh, actually getting some crypto accounts because I figured I might as well actually own the coins instead of just paying someone else to buy them and hoping for the, you know, make the difference because they take a pretty big cut from you. Right. I went to school in the uh, University of Waterloo for engineering and it turns out that's where the Ethereum guy went to school too. Oh, okay. Right on. And they're actually, they're having some, I think it maybe already happened, but there was some sort of a conference they were doing uh, just, I think this month I was seeing if I could maybe get in, but haven't looked into that yet. Right on, man. I hope you get in there. If you do get in there, reach out to us and let us know how it was. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to look that. I forget where I saw it, but uh, it was pretty interesting. So when you were getting into crypto, you got your trading platforms. What was your first platform you got on? Uh, the first one was Coinbase. Okay. That was the first way I could figure out how to get dollars turning into Bitcoins. All right. Uh, and since I'm on a whole bunch of them now just because different ones. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
you need to have for different coins. And, and also, I thought it might be good to spread things around a bit in case something gets hacked or, I don't know, maybe that's a worse idea. I'm not sure what I'm doing yet. No, so. I, think, I think it's a good idea. Uh, so how is setting up Coinbase for a Canadian? Pretty straightforward and simple or it was a little bit of a pain in the ass? Um, it, I, I didn't find it too bad. Uh, if you want to take money out, you can't. Oh, wow, <laughs> really? You. Yeah, they might have changed it. They're, they actually have a message now that says, unfortunately, for whatever reason, for Canadians, we can't uh, switch it back. Oh. But, yeah, so it's, it's, it's not trapped in, you know, uh, the, ne- the nether. Yeah, I think through Kraken, <laughs> I can draw funds now. So Right. I figure I don't plan on withdrawing anyway anytime soon, so they'll figure it out eventually, or I just find ways to spend it. When you got into Coinbase, I would assume your first purchase was Bitcoin? I think so. It might have been Ethereum. Okay. By the time I got I was already buying CFDs for Ethereum, and I kind of liked the idea of it better. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, this was, I think it was around June or July, so it was going, it went up above 400, I'm pretty sure. Right, yes. So, at the time i can't remember to be honest so you bought your ethereum you bought you probably have a little bitcoin after that you got to these other exchanges what were the some of the first coins altcoins that you looked into and which coins are you holding now that you feel that you're just going to be long on that you really feel excited about i'm still learning quite a bit and i honestly can't soak up enough information fast enough so i'm listening to you know podcasts like yours and and, uh, different ones and lots of reading on reddit and uh but one of the first ones I did was Neo, okay. and it could have been based on something you said. But then I looked at some of my own research, and you know, China's such a huge market, so it seemed like uh, maybe a good one to hold. Um, Vert Coin was another one, which is doing uh, very nicely lately. Yeah, I actually did. It did pretty good for me. I liked it. Um, a couple I liked the idea of that I just I'd heard on podcasts and bought into a bit was Substratum and uh, QRL. It seems like it's sort of early for worrying about quantum but the way technology goes it just rockets and you, before we know it they may have quantum computers and now all the other ones become obsolete so right. it's kind of a head right now with everything going on I'm, i've kind of i guess crypto's kind of taking the altcoins are taking a real hit because of bitcoins split yeah. and all the there so i've kind of switched over into that mode a wee bit but but okay. i still got a few with your trading, you got into you actually made some really good choices. I don't know when you got into Neo, but Neo went crazy for there for a while, up to like fifty four. I, I wasn't early on it, not at all. <laughs> no, well, but Vercoin, Vercoin, if you bought it anywhere in the last month, you probably made five hundred percent. Yeah, I think I at least doubled my money on it. All right, yeah. congratulations. These are some probably your biggest wins so far. What was a mistake or something that you learned along the way trading that you can share with everybody and say? This is what I did. I lost some money. It's okay. I guess I probably got too many coins. Uh, okay. I basically, a little coin trigger happy, and I would just look at ones, and it looked like everything at the time was going up, so you couldn't lose, right? So I was just trying to pick certain ones, and uh, there's a lot I just bought little amounts of. And, and another thing, too, I guess trading fees. If you're just bouncing around and constantly flipping them back and forth, they're right. taking a little cut time, so... I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned is I'm, I'm not going to just jump on something because the FOMO, you see something going up and you want to just get right in on it. And you, you don't never know if you're near the top or at the bottom uh, to actually just pick the stuff that you believe in and you think long term right. and maybe for a little, you know, back and forth fun. But but knowing that you're not going to make your real money, I don't think, by 
buying tons of little ones and trying to play dips and, and, and also it's just too complicated on your life trying to keep up with them all. Right, right. So if, if there is somebody here, say, going to get into crypto right now today, they asked you, what should I do? Should I get into it? And what's your advice? What would you tell them? I'd probably say start small. I mean, Bitcoin's always a good bet. It's kind of like you're more stable. But with everything coming up, I'd almost tell them to wait till this split's over, um, except there's, it's going up crazy until then. But I guess my, my advice would be, it may be good to try like a practice account or something first. Mm-hmm. And just, you learn a lot by doing. You can read all you want, but it, as you actually execute trades and you look at the candles and you see how it works, you really start to get a feel for what can happen. And, you know, it, it just teaches you a lot. So you can kind of pretend like you're, it's real money and just do that maybe for a bit. In the meantime, uh, figure out how to get on a few different exchanges and, and maybe test taking a bit of money out first just to make sure it works. Right. <laughs> what do you think one was one of the biggest obstacles to learning all of this? Like what was, do you have any like stories or one like thing in your mind where you say, just figuring out how to send coins because of that damn long address and well, like what was one thing that you just said this shit is hard what would you say to somebody that said this shit's hard learn how to do this yeah uh one advice um and i was already doing this with my stock so i just carried on in the same book is write everything down mm. every place you sign up write its password and make a copy of it somewhere because you don't want to on that page and never get back into your account once there's you know, thousands of dollars in it. So I guess, yeah, be careful the addresses. I, I still, I made a mistake last night, actually. I I, I, tran- I tried to transfer just a small amount. It was like a hundred bucks and it didn't go. And I realized that where the place I was sending it to was like a, a wallet that's on my phone that I was just playing with that um, <laughs> it generates a new address every time you send money to it. And I just used the old ones. Oh, okay. So it's, it's tricky. So yeah, make sure the address you're sending triple check it or i could say but uh, oh no come on bring it bring it please i guess uh two-factor authentication Mm -hmm. and a lot of them will give you like uh some sort of a code in case not not that i've learned from experience but if i were to drop my phone or you know lose my google authenticator you, you need another way to get in to get that so a lot of them will generate like a code you can you can get in in case you your two factor stops working right I don't know. I, I, there's a lot of lessons I still have to learn, so I, I'm, I'm a, I don't know what to say right now because it might be it might be something I'll change my mind on later. No, 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 no. This is all good because you know, honestly, we've all went through the same things. It's everybody that starts, and that's what Crypto 101 is here for. Is to it, it sounds silly to people that have been trading for a while, you know? Oh, two-factor yeah. authentication. They go, "What you didn't do that?" And they kind of look, but really, you don't know this until you get into it. Yeah, yeah, there's not too many other things I've used that have actually utilized two-factor authentication. Right. Oh, which just reminded me, another one I really like is Civic. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is another question based no, no, no. on internet security. And I've heard a few interviews with Vinny, and basically I think his idea makes sense because mm-hmm. the company spent, you know, probably millions and billions on verifying people. And every time you buy something and you got a different password everywhere and the idea that it's all contained there and, you know, basically it's cheaper and easier for everyone on both sides to use. So that, that's what I think is coming up. And everything's really cheap right now because everyone exited altcoins. So. Well, I, I was just looking at Civic just a minute ago. I think it's at 26 cents. I might pick up some more. I'm holding quite a bit right now. So. I set a limit order. Uh, I think, I can't remember what it was because it was in Bitcoin, but 
I think it executed like sometime overnight. It dropped a fair bit. Very nice. Well, we're ho- we're holding brothers. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, there's another one too. Everything I've got is on exchanges now, and I, and I just ordered a uh, Ledger Nano. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a F- Ethereum paper wallet, but I've seen some people say don't leave your money on exchanges. And for me, it's that's the easiest way to trade with it. So. Anyway, so I'm trying to figure out how to store it safely because I know they've all had security issues in the past. Right. What I, what I do is, and I know somebody's going to you know, kill me for that, I do leave some on exchanges as well that I'm going to trade with. I'm sh- the ones I'm short on, but the ones I'm long on, I always download their core wallets. That's something you can do. I, I, I didn't know if everyone has its own wallet. The time, most of the, t- of the time they do, depending on what kind of uh, coin they are, if they're like an... Um, uh, you know, an EC20, like an Ethereum token, then they probably have a, you know, you can, you can use uh, the My Ethereum wallet. And, but other than that, I, I usually get their core wallets because it's the developers that are usually, you know, working on those and you can, um, when, when, when they're put out on their website, you can just go to their Slack and ask them any questions and things like that. So. Or is that stored when you do that? Is that with them? Like, so if you go to Vertcoin and set up a Vertcoin wallet, like, is that something you can put right into your, because I don't think the hardware wallets will will keep all the coins. Some of them have a few now, but exactly, how does that- exactly. So, for example, um, I have I'm looking at my desktop right now. I have Vertcoin, Verium, uh, Veracoin, Navcoin, uh, Sumocoin, <laughs> uh, um, and Digibyte, and those are the wallets that I got directly from their from their websites. Oh, and Neo as well. And so okay. I just I just download them. And if I and the cool thing is about about these guys is since it's still a growing you know. They, their customer service is great because you're talking directly to the developers. So if I ever have a problem, I'm on their Slack or their Discord, and okay. I just I just shoot them a text message and I say, "Hey man, I'm I, I my, your wallet froze or I'm having this issue. Can you help me out? Can somebody help me out?" And you get a developer on there and say, "Yeah, man, just do this." And it's really okay. it's really nifty. Yeah, that's something I got to do in the future. Is I know that I've heard recommendations of like contact if you're especially these new coins if you're interested in to learn more just. Contact them directly if they've got their people up there. If they don't have their people up there, then you maybe got to worry about them. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. And you know they're they're actually very all very nice. And I became friends with a couple of these guys just through Slack. And I think I got signed up for that. I'm only on Reddit, and I think I might have uh, joined another one. Disc. It might have been Discord. I can't even remember now. I've joined so many, signed up for so many things lately. I can't keep track. It, it's it's <laughs> crazy, honestly. It's just it's too much. What do you think of the hype and the fud in the market? So like there's all this stuff going on with, you know, let's just say Bitcoin, the Bitcoin 2X, the Bitcoin gold. They're talking Bitcoin silver even after the 2X split. What do you what do you think about this? I find it really interesting, but it's funny. It seems like, yeah, a lot of people fighting over, I don't know, some details. I'm sure it is a big deal if they want to get this right. But they're creating a lot of uncertainty with you know, a lot of people that have money invested or people that might be looking in thinking about investing with all these forks, you don't know which, which one is Bitcoin and what's it going to be. And, you know, I think for the average person, it makes it, I don't know, a little scary to try and dump any real money into it Mm -hmm. or for people like us that have money into it and not know what to do with it. Like, I don't know, it's, it's definitely, it's like a, it's like the stock market on steroids and, you know, a couple of Red Bulls. Yeah. Just gets a little, <laughs> a little intimidating. What does your wife say about all the trading? I'm at, I'm at my, my daughter said to me the other day that 
you're at the computer a lot because I've never been much of a guy to sit at the computer very often. <laughs> you know, I just get on there here and there, and now I'm I'm not addicted to it, but I try and wait till they go to bed now at least. But uh, I don't know. She thinks it's interesting. I explained a lot of it to her, and I don't know. She, I guess she trusts me. Hopefully, I don't lose all her money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing wire transfers now. You can send much more. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the most important question of the night. Yeah, what two songs? What two songs do you want you with your interview, sir? I thought about this, and definitely Thunderstruck's one of my one of my favorite songs, ACDC. Okay. And another one, I'm not sure how family friendly or, or what your rules are, but it's pretty explicit. But uh, La Coca Nostra, Brujera, I think it's called. All right. Their album is pretty awesome. Uh, there's about three on there I really love, but that's probably my favorite. You may want to put your kids to bed before you turn it on. <laughs> All right, you got it, man. James, very nice to have you on. Thank you for spending your time and talking with us. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Crypto 101. I want to say very special thanks to Ben and James for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. They're not normal podcasters or putting themselves out there like that, but they put themselves out there for our benefit. So thank you very much. And I hope everybody could get a little bit something off of their experiences. And we appreciate you coming on the show. And like always, if you like the show, please hop on iTunes, rate us, uh, leave us some comments. We really appreciate it. It helps us stay visible. So if you do like the show, please leave a comment. And you can find us on Twitter, crypto underscore underscore 101. You can find us on Instagram, crypto underscore 101. Crypto 101 is for our Facebook, which you can find by searching it. It is not closed anymore. You can just pop on and hop on our Facebook and get into our Facebook group. And you can find us on our blog and other places that you can, you probably all know where to find us by now. You can also email me at Matthew at Crypto101podcast.com. That's Matthew at Crypto101podcast.com. And I'd like to hear from you. Maybe you can come on the show for next month's. Let's see if we can make this a monthly thing. Um, maybe you can come on the show for next month's average person discussion. Average crypto trader. I don't want to say average because that makes it sound so average. Which you guys are, I mean, it's cool, you know, but average dude, consumer, I don't know. Anyway, I say I say it with love. That's what I'm trying to say is when I say the average consumer, the average crypto person, it's, it's with love. Anyway, thank you very much. I'm Matthew Aaron with Crypto 101. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.